got a random message on my Facebook that was like, hey, I think I have your credit card. And I was like, what? And so <laughs> I went and looked, and sure enough, my credit card was gone. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. They found it outside the apartment, and I was, they were like, where are you? I'm like, where are you? And they were like, uh, we're here also. <laughs> so <laughs> we were walked out of their house. Did you guys steal it? Was that like your your way that you meet neighbors? Yeah, I did a little shopping and then took it back. And then he bought us a bottle of wine, which was like, I, even after all the money I stole from him, it was so good. I mean, I looked at the bill and I was like, the stuff you got was so nice. I was like, I wanna, these are people I want to be friends with. You were like, when did, I, when did I subscribe to all these OnlyFans accounts? <laughs> I've been but honestly, like, they hit the nail on the head i love these accounts yeah, <laughs> yeah. katie just uh katie just texted me um don't say our address on Welcome to Bundle Buddies, the podcast where we play for the giant bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. Thank you so much for being here. The HIO Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840-plus creators, and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 8, and we have played 20 of the 1,365 playable games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us. Just getting there slowly oh, nibbles nibbles at a time that's the thing if we had a piece of cheese it would be a big old piece of cheese and we're just nibbling away at it mm. but we've taken a few bites we're <laughs> we've taken a bite of we, we're starting in the holes in the swiss cheese and we're making the holes bigger and we're going to eat outward from there oh all right that's not how i usually eat swiss cheese but i like it alex how you, uh, eric how do you eat swiss cheese how do i eat swiss cheese <laughs> I cut it up into little pieces and I hide it all over my apartment and I turn off all the lights. <laughs> so we're both kind of rat-like in how we eat it. Mine's sort of like a Tom and Jerry rat. Yours is like a true rat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know if, what? I... If one of your sources is compromised, you'll always have more that way. Oh, that's a great point. That's a really good point. And well, and here's uh... the thing. That's just where your brain went, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You know, um, this the, our podcast is going to premiere on Election Day, and hopefully uh, this will help to get your mind off of it if that's a thing that you need and want. Uh, come here, listen to us talk about video games and avoid uh, politics in this podcast because we know absolutely nothing. You know what I don't like is uh, comedians talking about politics. Uh <laughs> Because I know. most of them know absolutely nothing, and you're just sort of like, and it's just become so. It's like everybody's got to take now. You, you I don't know. need ours. You really, there's nothing you truly, that Alex the, and I no. can Please, contribute to the discourse. Just let come here, signal boost the thing, and then get involved in whatever we're donating to or trying to help. You know, expose a little more. 
Um, and then, you know, do not, you know, we're, we're two well-meaning dudes, but like, we know, so shit. we don't know shit. We don't even know anything about fucking games. That's the best part of this podcast is like, we, <laughs> it's true. Hopefully you're just having a fun time listening and, and playing along with us as, as, as we are having, uh, what you playing right now, Alex. So, uh, Hades, I finally have like stepped away from Hades. It feels like, okay. and, um, now I'm playing a game called tenderfoot tactics, which is Ooh. a lot more in line with the spirit of this podcast. It's this strange, it's a very weird game. It's, it's a world where it's pretty much entirely goblins and, uh, it's a tactics game. So there are battles where you are moving, uh, around squares, uh, like around like a, a small battlefield, but the game it's, it's sort of like XCOM in that way. But instead of like a massive, like half hour to one hour battle, mm-hmm. every battle is supposed to take about 10 minutes. Like oh, they're that's over, fun. they're over pretty quickly. And there's no, there's not like a lot of impediments. Like, it's just like, if, when you hit someone, you're going to do this amount of damage. It always shows you how much it's going to be. There's no like weird questions about guessing or yeah, you're not missing nothing like that. It's just like, if this person hits you, this is the amount of damage they're going to do. If you hit them, this is what they're going to do. What's it called? It's called Tenderfoot Tactics. Um, It's sort of like a low res uh, thing. The overworld is really fun to wander around on. And the, the writing's pretty cool too. I strongly recommend it. It's, it's sort of like, it's it's like a game like in the bundle. It's like not like a triple A fully de- baked thing, but what it is is really cool, and I'm having a fun time playing it. Uh, that's awesome. I um so one of our listeners listeners consistently is my friend Simon, and uh, we are in in the final moments of a game of chess that we've been playing for a couple days, and um, it's it's on me. It's my game to lose right now. So it's it's looking like. It's either Eric's going to win or we're going to stalemate. And it's definitely in a position that I don't know the answer to that at this moment. So, <laughs> oh Simon, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good night and good luck. Thank you for pulling yourself away from some chess. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An incredible game to record this. I appreciate it, Eric. <laughs> On the eve of an election, no less, which uh, I'm also anxious about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's up with you in general? Anything you're plugging right now? No, I'm plugging um, self-care uh, and uh, my back is starting to feel better and I, and I owe it all to self-care. So everybody, I think you all need a little dose of self-care right now. That's what I'm plugging. How about you? Take a bath if you can. Um, uh, I am not plugging anything either at this moment. I don't know. I'm, I'm plugging this podcast and you're already listening. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, a little bundle news. Uh, itch.io, the website that uh, did the bundle, is has a Halloween sale going on right now. I'm not sure how much longer it'll be going on, but there is uh, a, a very specific Halloween sale tied to like some tabletop games uh, with printable assets uh, there right now. You get 50% off those, which is very cool. Um, and that ends in like 12 hours from the time we're recording this, so it'll probably be gone by the time you go check it out. So sorry. Um, <laughs> but there's a the, larger the Halloween news, sale. News, news <laughs> all, so news, all the news that's fit to print, you know. Uh, <laughs> but there is a larger sale going on with some of their best received games uh, on their uh, homepage. So go check that out and pick out some of their best stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's in the actual bundle as well. Just eyeballing it. I'm looking at some good freaking games for sale right now. Fun indie games. So check it out. Um, and then Death and Taxes, a game we're playing next week, has a Halloween update right now. Oh, so very fun. Uh, maybe we'll return to it. We'll see. 
I, you know what I did play uh, was Dead by Daylight uh, over the weekend in the in the Halloween kind of uh, celebration uh, and had a fun, fun time with that game. That game That's is great. good. And I think it's a little bit more deep than I thought it actually was. So I like it Ooh, a lot. Spooky. Alex, uh, there's, there's no simping our guest this week, but I'm still going to play the thing that I cut out of Simply the Best right now. Simply the Best! Why, why are you, why are you playing it if, if, if there's no, I'm playing it, I'm playing it again right now. So keep it up. See what happens. See how many times I play it. Our guests this week are Eric Blood and Joe Garber. Joe is an amazing animator and artist. You can see more info on his website, joegarberarts.com. Eric is a fantastic musician and producer who releases music under his own name and has produced Shabazz Palaces, Moon Doggies, and The Satisfaction. He is currently collaborating with a former guest, Rachel Ferguson on Pink Lotion, which we've talked about a little bit on here. Find Eric online at ericblood.com. That's, that's Eric with a K. With a K. E-R-I-K, yeah. which is a psychotic way to spell Eric. If you oh, my God. Me. You guys are freaking enemies over here. I didn't even realize until this moment. Yeah. But yeah, Eric with a K. And Eric and Joe are so great. They're former neighbors of mine. Uh, we met them when they found my credit card uh, and saved my little butt. So I really appreciate them. And I love them taking the time to hop on here. This is a great episode. Um, oh, yeah. Very fun. But uh, before that, uh, we have a cause. Uh, we've donated to the cause already. And if you didn't send proof to bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com, we'll shout you on the show. Uh, they wanted to highlight Shout Your Abortion. It's a decentralized network of individuals talking about abortion on their own terms and creating a space for others to do the same in art, media, and at community events all over the country. Find out more at shoutyourabortion.com. Um, uh, just looking at the website, there's a, a lot of stories uh, from people who have had abortions. Uh, uh, you should go check it out. It's a really, really wonderful cause, um, especially cool. apropos of the moment we're in right now, which yeah. is unfortunately so many of the causes we talk about on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the links are on our Twitter at bundle underscore buddies, and uh, send us proof to bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll shout you out on the show. But this episode's great, so uh, stick around, listen to it, and then we'll catch you on the other side. Freaky cool, dude. Freaky cool, dude. And uh, we're joined today by two wonderful video game super fans, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Garver and Eric Blood. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's great to be a super fan. Oh, it's yeah. great to meet you guys. I think you two are going to be the first uh, people who I don't know prior to this show. So this is oh, like, cool. I'm getting to actually meet you all live uh, we're doing this live <laughs> recording. Yeah, we're streaming this live. We're, we're all in front of a big audience. Uh, we've <laughs> yeah. broken all quarantine norms to just <laughs> introduce <laughs> you two to me. We, this is the smash mouth of podcasts. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're in Staples Center right now. Oh, love it. <laughs> um, well, thanks so much for being on. Um, as you know, the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality uh, was back in like April, 
They raised over $8 million. All the proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund and the Community Bail Fund. Uh, they each got like $4 million. So or, Damn, that's, that's so absolutely cool. insane. That's yeah. And uh, there's 1,365 games in there. So Eric and I are going to be playing all of them over the course of the rest of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And really thank excited. you so much for joining us this week. But to get, to get us started, uh, I'll, we want to hear about you guys in video games. When did you start playing? What do you like? What do you hate? Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us your <laughs> spiel. Eric's just staring at me because I'm the I'm the major gamer. Like that's my like biggest addiction. And I'm the enabler. Yeah, like, I'm the massive <laughs> enabler. Like, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a voyeur, and I I just want to watch him play. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's disgusting. I know. <laughs> no, I th- that like that relationship is incredible because if. My wife wanted to watch me play video games. I would play maybe four times as many video games as <laughs> yeah, I actually exactly. do. Yeah, I'm so surprised <laughs> that he just likes sitting there watching it. Like the one time that it was the role was reversed in a major way. Like Eric plays video games too. Yeah. It's not I'm not the only one, but we were playing uh, Journey. I remember, and <laughs> he and he and his friend were over. We were all like a little bit drunk and. But I have like I've played all my life, so I have this innate sense of like the double joysticks and what they do. And then I handed it to Eric and his friend, and they were just like in a corner of the room, like looking up at the ceiling and spinning around. And I was just, like, white knuckling the couch cushions, just like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you need to give me the controller back right now." <laughs> it was just like a very clear distinction between a person who's spent their life playing video games and then yeah yeah so joe what was your what was your entry point where'd you start oh man sonic the hedgehog 2 was my first like we always had a sega genesis growing up wow i knew you were radical i didn't know how radical you were i was a sega boy too yeah really We, we would like rent a nintendo from the from our flathead video in whitefish montana was our rental store and they had a like one nintendo that would go around the entire flathead valley for all (laughs) and we would rent that like every like six months or something we would get a weekend with it but mostly sega because we had one of those sweet yeah what were your sega games um i had so the sonics i loved i got really into shining force i was a big fan of shining force um there's that comics platform game where you were like in a comic book fighting yeah. your way through it. That game, that game rocks. Oh, that yeah. game was so cool. Um, what else? What other? I feel like just a lot of the classic ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What was your? Uh, what were your faves? I feel like the the big memories are Sonic the Hedgehog two, and then like. God, there was like Bubsy the cat. <laughs> I don't know why that's such a huge memory. That that world was just so weird that it like it grained it ingrained itself into my memory. So I it is it is sort of amazing that sort of string of like failed Sonic equivalents. You know, yes. the animal mascots in the nineties. Oh yeah. man, I loved Earthworm Jim. Did you guys yes. play Earthworm Jim? Big yeah. fan. I, I would that. excuse that. That's not a failed uh, response. That's that game is is so bizarre and so cool. That game yeah. was awesome. Also, big Sonic so cool. Spinball fan. The oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog game where you were trapped inside of a pinball machine uh-huh. for because Doctor Robotnik was had a great plan to just trap you inside of a pinball machine. Yeah, I played a lot of those. 
uh fuck i'm like spacing all the sega games that we had now oh we had mech warrior we played that one a lot oh sweet yeah my brother could control the legs and i could control the top part i think i remember like it was two player in that way and it was just like we would get like a quarter of the way into the first level and get destroyed every single time (laughs) over and over again it was insane i think i also had like hockey 96 or whatever it would have been called And, and like football like, yeah. I, like at that point there it wasn't really it was like maybe like football three or something uh-huh. like that uh-huh. uh, I, I never got into the sports i'm not a sports fan so i never got into any sort of sports games except tony hawk's pro skater oh of yeah. course mm-hmm. <laughs> true which is great truly delightful experience what yeah. about you How... oh sorry go ahead eric well Oh, yeah, don't mind me. You guys can just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us did you wait, but did you do you have like is there any early video game experience for for you, Eric? Yes. Uh, uh Atari was the beginning for me. Wow. I'm, older than, awesome. I'm older than you guys. Uh Atari Commodore 64, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then Nintendo, then Sega, then TurboGrafx 16. Oh wow! And after that, I stopped. And I don't know. I I don't know if I made like a conscious decision to to no longer play video games. But I no, just you, you just sort of like had a healthy relationship with something that was meant for children, and then you moved <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. It, just, it got, it got, it got, it got to the point of like just everything was a shooter, and I was like, oh, I don't like that's not fun. And there was no more adventure in it for me. It was just kind of side scrolly. Like it got boring. Yeah. And so then I took what like 20 years off of video games and came back with a fucking PS3 and was like, "Holy shit. Like, <laughs> this is so much better. This is so cool and amazing. Oh, yeah. and the stories are so great." Yeah. But I can't control two cameras, so I just have Joe. <laughs> Joe didn't have a gaming system when we got together. Yeah, because I had like I had to get it out of my life. Yeah. Like in middle high school, I was on like EverQuest for. Oh play- my god! It was oh, called wow. EverQuest Online Adventures for PlayStation, and then Final Fantasy XI, which was online also on PlayStation Two, I think. And I w- that's all I was doing. So I had to like make the choice. I can either like just continue this the rest of my life. Or just not have this around when I like go to college and move out of my parents' house, and it was like an addict. Like it, I had like withdrawals. It was crazy. Uh, it's, yeah. like, it's a huge like. And now it's back. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> my wife and yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, what would you think if I got us a PlayStation Three? And he was like, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, then I think within within a month we got a PS4. <laughs> yeah, we just. Uh, and, I mean, it's like yeah. it's a lot. It's not as bad, but I still have like major phases. Like Alex recently got me into that Dragon Quest. Um, which number was it? Seven. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Well, it's either eleven or ten. I think it's ten. Maybe it's ten. Yeah. Uh, and that just like took over for a while. I just have phases of it now, but I'm like able to control it more (laughs) yeah i'm like that too i think i think i get i get like very i play a lot of uh magic the gathering now and so i get very into it for like about a month and i'm like super into it and invested and Mm -hmm. then like at some point i hit some kind of a wall and just get really i start getting like angry like actively just like really frustrated and then when i check in with myself and go like well why am i frustrated and it's like oh because like a fake thing (laughs) like because you put a fake 
like boundaries in front of yourself <laughs> yeah. where you need to be good at this thing that yes. is irrelevant and you start uh, to realize that it's like your all your accomplishments have been like whatever like leveling up in a video game and you're oh, just yeah. like oh fuck like that's all i've done for the past week like why don't we have groceries yeah. why are all the why are all the plants dead yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just let it happen around you Ugh, yeah that's such a depressing feeling but it's also the greatest like i just like when i'm playing a game like that and i'm in that mode it's like that's when i feel the best also is just like exploring this like world that someone created that's like oh, it yeah. feels so good it's like a, it's really like a high so you so I didn't come around to online video game playing until very recently actually like a couple of years ago but you were you were sort of in it kind of in I would say maybe the earlier days of online Yeah so I think what was so. that like I mean I didn't have a uh, computer that was able to run them so it was like I had to wait for the PlayStation to release and you had to get this big like hard drive for the mm. for PS2 to be able uh -huh. to play online and I was just like so fucking excited about it. Like it was like the, I just knew that's like what I wanted to be doing was playing a video game online with other people. It was like there was nothing better in the world like that could possibly happen. Oh, yeah. Were you good? Were you would you like were you able to compete? Uh, no, the, th the weird part is I would play characters that like you could just level up by yourself. Like because uh -huh. like, those those games are super grindy like yeah, they just right. like, are these little reward systems for like fighting monsters and then you level up and then you fight more monsters more powerful monsters and you level up again and it's like i would choose routes where i could do that alone but be online and like i've made friends on there i've like met i had a weird really weird like friendship date with somebody i'd like met in middle school playing a video game that oh, I man. With for like ever <laughs> in real life and it was just like this is weird <laughs> it, was, are, are you still friends with that person no i don't know no i don't know them anymore because partially because i'm like i'm i left that part of my life behind <laughs> like right. i can't do it anymore <laughs> it's funny there there's like a, in a game like basketball i'll watch it and i'll enjoy it but i know there's like another level of strategy that i just don't understand that's yeah. a play and i feel that way about watching mmo rp PG, you know yeah. what i mean like yes. there is like a level of interacting with the menu systems and what's going on that i i just don't get or understand but i oh still like God. to watch clips of it sometimes yeah it's like once you get in once that it hits that part of your brain it's just like you're gone you're just fully into it and like man i had like a keyboard for the playstation 2 which is crazy and i was just like <laughs> knew all the little like shortcuts and stuff oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and then also i was sitting in my room where i had like game game facts magazine and like, <laughs> oh yes these, yes like <laughs> i had cut out characters from those pasted it was like wallpaper in my room like I'm the right person to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now it all means something. I was doing it for something. Yeah, it was all. It all led up to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I uh, I have no idea how I avoided World of Warcraft. Oh my god! I successfully didn't ever have that in my life because mm -hmm. the the it, there there are two very clear moments. I've talked about this moment with Skyrim on the podcast before, but yeah. I was I heard about it and was like, ooh, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. And uh, then was at my friend's house. We're going to go out to a bar. Uh, and uh, I, he's like, oh, I'm going to take a shower really quickly. Do you want to play Skyrim? I just got it. And I picked it up and I started playing it. And then 
We just played that for four hours. Yeah. Never went to the bar. Went to bed <laughs> that night. Woke up the next morning. Went and bought a, a flat screen TV and a PS3 and a Skyrim. <laughs> and then missed four days of work uh, in a row. Yeah, totally. So I could play it. Um, and That's funny because... Those, sorry, those like Skyrim Morrowind games were always like MMORPGs that weren't online, though. Exactly. That's, what, that's always like what got me. I was like, why isn't this just online? You know, like I never got that part of it. I liked it, but it was always like, it's all just NPCs. Yeah. Skyrim was the game that, that I wanted to play so badly that I brought oh, the yeah. PlayStation 3 into mm-hmm. our lives because I was just like, I, I listened to the indoor kids and, mm-hmm. you know, I. Oh, I, yeah. Everyone was talking about Skyrim, and our friend Corey was really into Skyrim. Yeah. So I was like, I have to get in on this. I have to see what it's like. And I fucking hated it. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I don't like those games. I don't like the grindy. Questy. Like, yeah. Well, it's. I love the idea of it, and I like watching you play them. Uh-huh. But that's the thing. Like, he's got this. He's so fucking good. Like, he's got this preternatural ability to just, like. Sure make a beeline for the shit that's going on in a game like and level up really fast like you figure out the tricks to level up really fast yeah and it's like this is cool to watch like i like this it is like watching a weird movie with very little dialogue <laughs> but yeah other than like yeah skyrim bugged me when i tried to- <laughs> yeah and uh, that friend Corey got on got to into the online tamriel the like online oh online yeah right game. and oh, i got into that for one for like one week and i was just not reading any of the dialogue, just like skipping through all the dialogue, running where it wanted me to go, running to the next place, running to the next place. And it was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I doing yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These characters like as fat as they possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. They're, it's always great. Like it's just like any, and if they can be naked or close to naked, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always like this blue giant, like mm-hmm. round muscle with tiny shorts because <laughs> it's also porn yeah oh yeah <laughs> is porn. i uh i think the wor- world of warcraft happened when i was in that phase kind of like uh go- moving from high school to college and like not like choosing not to play exactly video games anymore and exactly. i'm really really glad that yeah. i didn't end up there i, I just, feel super lucky me and my buddies are have just started playing um rocket league so you oh, know your yeah. car is playing soccer yes. which is like a game that's been like you know around and kind of famous for about five years now and we're yep. all just like starting to kind of get into it and like there's these like familiar kind of patterns that sort of happen as you get into a kind of competitive game, right. Where like, there's that initial kind of like, Oh, this is really fun. And then like, you see somebody do something that like kind of blows your mind and you're like, wait, I want to get, I want to be as good as that person. And they suck. Right. Like that person is like really shitty at the game, but they just happen to do like (laughs) some flip and like just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And like, it takes, you know, a week before you are even as good as you were last week because you're trying to do something (laughs) new. Right. And so it's infuriating. And then like you suddenly kind of get that skill again and then suddenly somebody else is doing something. And so like, it's this maddening process of like wanting to get good at this thing. (laughs) And then all of my friends are doing it at the same time. And like, it's like, a game that like six-year-olds are better than me like every six-year-old is like born with this innate ability to play rocket league and we're like yes you know 
Rocket League is so addictive, though. It's so fun. And, like, oh, when great. you get those goals and the whole, like, it has this, like, firework explosion and goes into slow motion, mm -hmm. that is so, like, a drug, just, like, injection. It's so... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Sorry, I'll stop, like, equating video games to drugs now. No, I think it's a very fair point. And uh, speaking of which, uh, this is a great time to segue into the games we Our, played this week. Talk about addiction, right? Talk we're about all, addiction. We're, we're going to... This is an intervention, actually, for yeah. you, Joe. Rip Pants at Work is an action stealth game from Scott Ethington. Um, uh, the description is, Rip Pants at Work is a frantic stealth game about searching for new pants. Players confront an ordinary office worker on their first day of work after an unfortunate incident involving a pencil on the floor and pants that were way too tight. The player must venture out the office and into the city to hunt for new pants. Explore a small, open city filled with different pairs of pants. Players can challenge themselves to find the most pants in the shortest amount of time. Some pants are easy to find, and some are a bit trickier. <laughs> this game is like Minecraft Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking loved it so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. I loved that, it. That, like, I knew I was in for a treat when the coworker is sort of explaining to you kind of like, Oh no, you ripped your pants. That uh -huh. sucks. Like, Oh man, maybe, you know, like, and then there's like, Oh, what if like we all kind of, you know, we're able to just forgive each other and be imperfect. And then he falls over and he's like, don't mind me. Never mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole game is just about that feeling of being caught in this embarrassing thing. And like in civilization, we have these like embarrassing moments that aren't allowed to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> avoiding that it, it felt like the dream of being at school yes. naked like uh. it, it it really captured that anxiety dream of like oh fuck i'm i'm naked and i'm <laughs> and then even to the point where like going outside and like across the street like so far away from work like if a stranger yeah. <laughs> down the street in some other part of the city sees you you're gonna be fired from your job which does yeah. have that like that dream element to it yeah that, like it doesn't actually make real logical sense like heightened heightened stakes for a silly thing yes. yeah yeah and yeah, I love the music so much. And oh I, yeah, I wanted to comment on the music. The music oh, was sorry. like so. Oh no no no, I'm sorry. I stole that from you. I'm so, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, we talked about the music. Let's move on. No. <laughs> I thought it, no, I just I thought it was great. I like I love it when when uh when a good loop can go forever and it oh. never gets old. Like that was it was real nice. Uh huh. And yeah, I like, I like the, how it changed. I like when you when you uh, you get fired and it slows down and uh -huh. all that good stuff. And like the little honking sound effects when people would like be like those the are question stressing mark. me. The what out. So yeah. good. Yes, there's this old uh, computer game called Monaco, which I think uh, this game is very much riffing on, um, where it has that same. Um, it's the same art style and stealth mode, but you're. Uh, it, you're like trying to rob jewels and stuff like that but um it's always so impressive when humor in a video game is successful because i think yeah. even like the some of the games that we've played uh, up until this point we've run into humor that is like just misses the yeah. mark right and like this is sort of it's got that kind of like you know like 
some of your coworkers are saying like graphs, 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 but yeah, like, right. you know, like the fact <laughs> yeah. that like you're encountering people who are just like, you know what? Like, I really respect people who are wearing pants is like yeah. so funny. Like yeah. they just really, you know, like ruminated on an idea and hit the nail on the head. Where did you guys go? Where did like, I was going to ask, where, yeah. what was your first pair of pants that you found? I found my first pair of pants in the sewers. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Be ghosts. That's when I fully fell in love with the game. That like cult of people living down there or whatever they were. They ghosts. were ghosts. Were they? they I, thought, I assumed they were going, the pants were invisible. Oh, I thought they were a cult of people living in the sewers. That's and they what were I like, thought too. But, then, but they were like, when do we, when will we ever get to come back? Because uh-huh. <laughs> <No. laughs> I thought when he fell in the sewer, you're like, oh, game over. I died. And then you right. like appear in the sewer tunnels. And it's so charming. Little stuff like little hidden stuff like that in games is like the best. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, also, the clothes store I really enjoyed a lot. Uh, kids running through the grass yeah being able to hide in the clothes and then also yeah people running through and grabbing clothes away from you yes so good pants are so hot yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love my new pants (laughs) did you guys find the other guy that had lost his pants by the fountain no was that what (laughs) so yeah if you go like way down to the bottom right of the map there's like bushes and then a fence but there's a tiny gap where you can get through the fence and you go and there's a big fountain and a guy like sitting looking depressed and if he sees you it doesn't matter and he's like oh it happened to you too huh and he's just like (laughs) outcast (laughs) so good and there's nothing else in that little area except for him Uh, One, one place was the the art gallery or the museum oh, where they, yeah. where it was uh pantsless wanderers was the exhibit <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of i thought oh good a safe spot like i can just kind of wander around here but no no even though someone, <laughs> someone does say oh he must be part of the exhibit oh I thought, oh good like this is a safe zone <laughs> but nope, i got fired yeah oh fuck <laughs> if if you can't be pantsless at the pantsless art exhibit then like where can you be pantsless where can you? Yeah. What, what is life yeah what exactly this this question this game dares to pose the question <laughs> <laughs> alex what was your first pair of pants that you found did you say it was at the library it was just in the library to be honest i kind of played that it's like oh i get this this is charming but i put a lot more time into one of the other games we played this week because i, I one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i felt like there was a lot more time to sink into that one Really? Um, I was just like so delighted by um what's it called again? <laughs> uh, ripped pants. Ripped pants. Well no, yeah, I mean I, this I this game was like, very delightful. I, I think that's the game that I'll probably play again more. Yeah, I would totally I mean are there more levels? Did anyone find all the pants? No. I did not find all the pants, no. I still have like four to find. I found one fucking pair of pants. I just kept getting oh. fired, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> this game, yeah. I'm going home. Eric was that's the, the way I, I that's the way I kind of felt. I was like, I, I was like, this is fun, but it's very frantic. And uh, <laughs> I, I found one pair of pants. I get it. I'm moving on. But hearing you guys talk about it, it was very charming. I did enjoy it quite a yeah. bit. Yeah, it really reminded me. It made me think of a game that I haven't thought about in years called Incredible Crisis. Have you guys ever heard of this game? Mm-mm. No. So it's incredible. <laughs> and it's a crisis. Let me rephrase. Yeah, right? It's oh, a great, it's amazing. It's a great game, but it's like this family, it's all a bunch of mini games and it's 
this family and they like go about their days, but they get into these crazy crises where like, like the mom ends up like fight flying a jet and like, she has to like blow up this giant pig that's attacking the town. It just goes off the rails so far, <laughs> but it's really fun and really well done in all these little mini games. And there's like stealth missions where the mom is like, people come in to rob the bank and they're all linked up. And then at the end, it's like you either save the city, I think, or it just gets destroyed. But it really reminded me of this game. And it's just like an in, I think it was just an indie developer in, I think it may be in the 90s, but it's really, really good. That's, I, 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 do you gravitate towards stealth games at all? Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I'm a big Metal Gear Solid fan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't, I can't say that because I haven't played all of them. And I feel like you would probably should play all the games. Are you guys oh, yeah. solid? I, I, if you're going to call yourself a big fan, you should play all the games in this world. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. No, uh, I think uh, I've never played any of the Metal Gear Solid games. I know they seem very fun. Um, uh, they're and it's great. It's that sort of like auteur gaming kind of thing. But Deo Kojima. Oh, my yeah. God. His most recent. Did you guys play Death Stranding at all? No, I don't have no. a PlayStation, so I'm. That was one that I was so bummed to not. No, count yourself play. lucky. Yeah, like, I mean, well, it, it's it was fun to watch, but uh, only to a point. Like, it's, it's people beautiful. either love that or hate that. You know, I, it's like it's a really weird game. Huh? It did not come together for me. I've, yeah. I've, I that game. I've thought about that game more recently uh, than when it when we were actually playing it because i'm yeah. like oh it is your post-apocalyptic postman and yeah we now are living in post-apocalypse <laughs> postal service situations Iceland. yeah <laughs> yeah my postman just came uh to my door with the baby of himself which was really crazy that is crazy <laughs> it was nuts uh, <laughs> and, and i'm a monster <laughs> what's that is he covered in oil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> what, yeah. what stealth game were you gonna were you gonna bring up a stealth game? No, you know, I just I'm not. It's never. It's there are always games that I, I think I love the idea of stealth games more than actually the process of playing through stealth games because I think uh. that, I think that the, um, the first one that I played was actually the. Um, the Mission Impossible game, like based <laughs> off the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I always, I really like the idea of them, but I think that they're almost like, they're so difficult. They're usually like very difficult, right? Like the idea is, um, it almost goes against the sort of like exploratory, you know, like fun of games in that way, where you're just sort of like, oh, I want to like, you know, like see this world and get to like really touch. And like, it's like very constricted, right? Oh, if, totally. if somebody sees me, then like I lose immediately. And then like, yeah. also you can turn them on like, oh, well, if they see you, you know, like it, it's not the end of the game. And that always like ruins the sort of like, you know, fourth wall or whatever, totally. where it's like, yeah. where you can just like run away, jump into a bush and then. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, they're like oh, well, yeah, all right. I guess our nuclear reactor is like totally safe. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> We're good. Keep walking yeah. around, guys. Um, yeah, that's that but, is really funny. I feel but like yeah, that like oh, I want to be able to like you know move through this space and explore everything, and then if I get seen, I want it to immediately end. But I don't like that experience because yes. like then the game immediately ends. Yeah. Have you played any Last of Us? Eric just brought this up. Oh no. 
Okay, I so I feel like the Last of Us games implement stealth in a. I mean, realistic is a bad so, way to say it, but no, it because is, it's zombies, but it's very like it is. It doesn't necessarily have the. Uh, I'm hiding in a couple of weeds and no one can see me because people will fucking see you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But zombies won't because they're sometimes blind. Which right. Is, it, it's that those games are fucking amazing, by the way, and I yeah. highly, highly recommend them. They're totally. worth the price of a PS4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I PS4 right now. Oh, yeah. I so the reason that I have <laughs> so I have Xbox because, um, it's like straight up because i had gotten xbox gold right which is the like you know live subscription service or whatever like the way the way to get online uh-huh. uh and then like i was coming to a point where i needed to get like either a new playstation or a new xbox and the subscription like rolled over or whatever like i just got an email okay. that was like oh you've got like X- xbox gold for the next year and i was just like oh well yeah. All right. We'll keep it. I'm pretty sure la- the first Last of Us just came out for Xbox. Oh, it though, did. So I'm. I think you can get it. But if, I, I mean, if you're not into stealth games, that's not going to be the game for you because it is like. But I feel you like it forced. might be the one that gets you into it. Maybe. It's, yeah. it's so good. It's yeah. so so good, and the story is just amazing. Like, yeah. It's it's one of the most like aside from being like emotional, it's it's really just like exciting and. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's a really cool game. Yeah. Is that the one is it Emma Wat- Watson is like a character like no, no not Emma Watson. It's like a, it's a no. Ellen Page yeah. but but it was a uh, Ellen Page That's... did not allow her image to be used for this game. But they modeled it after but they Ellen modeled Page, it after like... her and her name is Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> like... Wait, so they straight up just like Stole her. made Ellen Page, but but yeah. she didn't sign off and on somebody, it. One hundred percent. The the girl who voices her, I forget her name, but she sounds exactly like Ellen Page. Yeah. Like, um, like, that's I rude. It was Ellen Page. I know, but then <laughs> Ellen Page, like right when Last of Us came out, Ellen Page was in a different game with like Willem Dafoe or something. Yeah. Uh, called Lost. Wait, there was a video game with. Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe? I think it yeah. was Willem Dafoe. It's, yeah, no, you're right. you're right. And, like, nobody ever heard it or played it. I never heard yeah. anything about she it. She bet wrong. Yeah, basically. like, uh, I think they probably offered her this role. They must have offered her the role in Last of Us. Yeah. That, which, what I read was that she was offered the role, and they and she was like, she I can't. We're, I'm doing this other video Right. Game. Oh, yeah. She already had her likeness in. But that's something also that's crazy about Death Stranding is, like, the it's a bunch of directors who are in like conan o'brien's in it it's so great <laughs> just like they just body scan all these people and yeah, it's Guillermo it's like del Toro. Guillermo del Toro, uh when nicholas winding refn yeah uh and then what's who's in the lead guy mads mickelson oh no. uh, well there's mads mickelson is in it but uh, uh norman reedus norman reedus who is the main Hideo guy Kojima, Kojima obviously wants to fuck yes <laughs> there's so there's like shower scenes like you're forced to take showers you're forced to take showers <laughs> so what you what, see what what's sorry. so funny about games like that it's just like i i bet i if it was made by an indie developer and it was like smaller and like a third of the size i'm sure yeah. i would fucking love it but the exactly. fact that it's like so big and there's so much going on yeah. i'm sort of like and it costs sixty fucking dollars. You know what I, I mean? Know. <laughs> and you're literally just a UPS man. You're just delivering packages. I mean, there's yeah. some cool shit in it. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I thought it was amazing to yeah. watch you play this game. Yeah, it was so fun to watch. But I, but it also, I did feel like 
this isn't really going anywhere. Like you're just going to keep delivering packages. <laughs> yeah. And it just feels so unfinished. Like, did you guys see, I mean, uh, Hideo Kojima left Konami. Like, do you guys hear about that? Because like disagreements, whatever, but he, the last Metal Gear Solid game that he made is just like batshit crazy. Right. And Konami did Metal Gear Solid online to try to just like save that, uh, IP just to like give it some <laughs> more life. And it just completely failed. And it's just this like, really weird i mean it's such an epic scale but so just like incoherent and just not good at all i don't well know. i remember playing the second metal gear solid and just and being oh like this God. is really fun and then suddenly you're like yes. oh there's vampires like yeah what? <laughs> wait what yes so fucking weird did you beat that game yeah Oh, yeah. the exposition at the end is just like, I remember my mom when I was like, I don't remember like how old I was when I played that game, but she was like, the credits were rolling and they were doing all this exposition. And I had like worked so hard to get up to this moment. And she was like, I want to, I want to use the TV, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to see the credits. Like it's so epic. This game, I think for me, Rip Pants at Work is a, is a, are, are we on to our final thoughts of it? Please, Alex? please, yeah. please. Um, it, this is a play for me. It's definitely worth um, worth your time, worth exploring. It's got enough in it um, that, like, the first time that you succeed, you're like, "Oh, I'm so I've been rewarded for like you know doing this correctly," and um, it's got a fun world for you to explore in it, and you can kind of play through it in a way that I think is. Um, that's just very delightful. And I think if you like really wanted to play it in like full stealth mode, it seems like something that you could totally do uh, too. So it's definitely a play for me. Yeah. Guys, uh, final thoughts. Oh, it's a play. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I am, I'm going to play this again. Like I, I yeah. very much enjoyed it. Yeah. 10 out of 10, I think for 10 out of 10. Oh my yeah. God. Just, I was so fucking delighted the whole time from the moment when you bend that character bends over to get that. It is great. And then their <laughs> pants just like explode, like the little animations. It's so well done. I was just like, this is so great. I love yeah, it. I want to play again. I want to play more just to hear or read the, uh, yeah. The people's dialogue. Yeah. The, yeah. So much care was obviously taken with that, and I I want to I want to appreciate it. Yes, so well done. What about for you? Me, Alex? It's also a play. Uh, very fun, very charming. For me, it's not like a, the kind of game that I uh, always love. Uh, it's not something that I necessarily will go back to again and again. But I enjoyed it while I was going, and like it's a good game. You know, we play a lot of games in this that are one thought uh that are very rough around the edges and like not executed super well and are sort of like okay we took this as far as we're willing to go and now we're going to stop here and this is one thought executed in a really deliberate great way that feels complete and mm -hmm. uh, enjoyable so for that reason alone it's a play for me yeah, yeah. i'm I mean, so curious if there's more levels too like beyond just that one city part after you get all the pants <laughs> We, like, you will you will have to be the person that yeah. uh, tells us. You're gonna I have will. to come on later to let us know whether or not there are multiple levels of yes. no pants. Is this a ripped ripped pants update? Are these games <laughs> available on mobile at all, or no? Some of them are. Okay. Uh, this one I don't believe is. This one is just Windows or Mac. This is the perfect mobile game. It's kind of like they're shooting themselves in the foot for for not releasing it on the mobile platform. 
yeah i don't know i mean a lot of these um these developers are like first time or you know it's just like a team of like three people or whatever although this right. one seemed like it was yeah a little bit more um like Develop. there were probably more hands on deck yeah than maybe some of our other ones which have just had just a single no i think this is just one guy you really? know what? Well done. Like, Super talented guy. Yeah. yeah. Scott, I think, is a freelance independent developer, mostly focused on video game development. He's been making games solo and is part of teams since 2014 with a brief interlude at Sony Bend. Currently, Scott is living in Vermont, making his own games and working with clients. Wow. That's Scott. Amazing. Hopefully, yeah. he doesn't go the, the way of Mr. Fish. Yeah. Who made Fez. Like, <laughs> that oh, yeah. That psycho. guy crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of Eric's favorite games. Yep. Fez. Fez. Oh, Fez is great. I'm sorry. You can't enjoy it. It's canceled. It's fine by me. Uh, there's everything. There's other shit to do. Fez did. <laughs> have, you guys ever, have you guys ever played or heard of Amazing Frog? No. no. There's, a, there's a question mark. There's a question mark in the title. <laughs> Amazing Frog, but it's sort, sort of like ripped pants at work. It's just kind of like open world. Like you're in a city as a frog, and you can like jump around. It's super fun. I yeah. highly so recommend. sort of like a goat game, right? Yes, goat What's simulator. That? Yeah, or goat or simulator. Yeah, the goose one. Oh uh, yeah. Goose. Oh yeah. Ugh, goose goose game is one. Oh, you did? Oh, you didn't like it, Joe? I didn't like it very much. I don't. I got I don't really like really it. bored. I thought it was so yeah. cute. It's I just so it, was, adorable. it was like watching you play it was very yes it was placid it was very like oh this is so nice like the colors are good it's beautiful the, yeah yeah i like looking at it there's with with my fiance there are i've had many many misses uh, who's in that my, uh my fiance katie who <laughs> these guys know and are good friends with um i've had many misses of like games i've tried to get for both of us to play together for her to watch oh yeah that was a game i got and pretty quickly she was like laughing and having a really good time and like loving it because it like presses the right buttons for her of like this goose is up to mischief (laughs) making people suffer and you know like causing chaos and she really really liked that yes um well i was so happy when she got into animal crossing too oh yeah that that game i came along at i think a part the perfect time for her yeah um like for for the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An incredible game. Yeah. Um, mo- moving on to the next game, yeah. uh, we are talking about Critical Limit Theorem, a shooter action arcade game by Amicable Am- Animal. It's an arcade shooter where enemies learn behaviors from those that went before. Uh, Central Limit is a survival. Central Limit Theorem is a survival shooter where you have to protect your core for as long as you can from the shapes attacking it. It's a quick, simple, stressful, high-score shooter game designed to be played between other more substantial games. I think the review is over. They really, yeah. Was that like some a burn people, that you some made? people review their games and they say, uh, you know, nothing. And this reviews its game and says exactly what it is. Exactly. I, 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 I've played, you know, all sorts of different versions of this type of game, right? Which is like, it's kind of like asteroid based, right? But yeah, like, yes. um, you know, like I've spent so much time on the internet, you know, like putting off doing work or homework, playing games like this, right? Whether or not it's like things where you're trying to shoot something or, you know, like knock or angry birds or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. where you're just sort of caught in this, like it usually for me is like a, a week to a month long kind of like just strong fascination with a game like this right where you're like 
oh, I like this. I it's it does it ticks all the boxes for me. It like wastes time. It is you know like enough of a kind of like build up to it. Like the the sort of like interaction of how these pieces move, right? Where you had at first like like the square, you know, moves side to side. The tri- you know, one of them orbits and then one of them shoots and you're like oh okay like even just in that like i would probably find you know enough entertaining to just sort of be like oh, okay i'm trying to like get good at shooting these things timed right and then the first time that they start to kind of intersect and cross the paths that they've taken before and they take uh-huh. on the personas of the other things like yeah. that's just so cool and it's so eloquent and uh and charming i had such a fun just it was so fun interacting with that that play space what'd you guys think like it's a good riff on the theme of asteroids i'd say yeah yeah if if you like that i mean it made me think of like tetris sort of Mm -hmm. for some reason where it's like i'm not a person who ever really enjoyed tetris that much but i can play it for a very stressful 10 minutes it really really <laughs> like the keyword in that in the synopsis is stressful for me because i was stressed <laughs> the fuck out playing this game <laughs> did, did you ever play tetris effect joe the one no. that just came out there i mean if you're not a fan of tetris it's uh t- it's tough to buy but it's yeah. a game i bought recently it's like 20 bucks uh-huh. and it's tetris but they added like a whole sort of multimedia kind uh-huh. of conceit to it where the every Tetris game is like a music video and light show. And Whoa. uh okay. yeah, it's it's very cool. So I there's like, like that. I yeah. like that idea. It really is just like it's kind of the I equate it to like a Star Fox or like a Panzer Dragoon, like the Rails shooters sort of type game also, which I Star Fox is like the biggest one I've ever been into of this style of game. I think, I mean, do, do you guys, does that equation make sense? Like it, it does. We, uh, we just recently played a game called, Oh, what was it called? Gunducky industries. Gunducky industries. <laughs> Which I'm going to recommend because it will drive you absolutely insane. You will feel like you are, you have lost your fucking mind, uh, yeah. but it's part of this bundle, but it, it is that like, you're right. There is, it's almost like, this is a two-dimensional version. It's funny because I've never thought of like asteroids as being the like sort of precursor to Star Fox, but you're totally you're totally right. Yeah, I like think so. Yeah, like a rail shooter. Like there was like Galaga and like Centipede, but I don't know. I think Zaxxon. Yeah, and then Zaxxon. Uh, What's Zaxxon? It was an Atari. It was a. It was a. It was an arcade game, but Atari had it. Uh, and it was a it was an unreal shooter like you're just yeah. you're constantly on a scrolling mm-hmm. uh, pathway that you have no control over and just you know getting rid of obstacles in your in your way yeah 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 and it's so it's also stressful for me to play did you guys ever play um res that's like a super famous one no it's no. kind of like techno it's like very musical and people people really love that i think it's for like original playstation it was kind of a cult super cult classic i think it's called res i should check it out um yeah i do like stuff like that that is like sort of it feels kind of like brain hacky in a kind of way where there's yeah. just like a, a cool repeated movement and it yeah. kind of abstracts things a little bit totally. so you're just sort of you're able to kind of like leave your own reality for a little bit yeah which I, I really love 
like beats you guys ever play beat saber is that something that you guys are i've never played it but, no, I, but I, I, it, it looks fun yeah it's 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 the primary form of exercise for some of my friends right yeah now. totally <laughs> We had one of the studios I worked at and I was just like, I was, everyone is in the room and I was doing the Beat Saber, just like sweating down <laughs> my armpits and just like in the front of all these people I was working with. And I was just like, it's not appropriate. Uh, um, Magic, so the, Magic the oh, Gathering was a, uh, was a game that was designed to be played between rounds of Dungeons and Dragons. So I will say that. Oh, uh, there's really? Like, yeah. 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 Like the most nerdy thing in the world. Right? <laughs> the people are. Wait, did you guys have you guys ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. this morning I was playing it. Really? Have you? Did you play Magic in between? No, uh, no but I have in the past played Magic while waiting <laughs> to play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's great. It's uh, it's worth worth every moment. <laughs> but that's just to say that games designed to be played between rounds of other games. Yeah, are sometimes the best games. <laughs> I love Magic the Gathering. I never got into like actually playing it, but I always collected the cards, and I always nice. wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons too. We tried to start a uh, game recently, and it just like kind of failed. Yeah, but we we're we're currently uh, we're in the trying another trying to set up another guild. <laughs> yeah, like a, of a Lovecraft um, RPG. Oh, cool. oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big, big RPG head. I used to LARP back in high school. We had a a, a park (laughs) district that we went to. um, And uh, there was like, you know, like kudos to Chicago uh, in the, you know, in the time when you could like fund parks, right? And parks had funding. And there was just this dude there who like taught us improv. And then every Friday would run uh, like, role-playing game for high school students and so like that's just sort of where we showed up to like dick around for a few hours before. awesome you did know. you do like the boffer the whole thing like magic spells and everything N- well, so we didn't do the like you know hit each other with foam swords kind of stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> but fire spell, um, fire spell, fire spell. <laughs> right yeah but there was a lot of the way that they did um the like game mechanics was with rock paper scissors so like you would like play rock paper scissors against somebody and then like uh you know you could have like if you have special abilities you could like burn them to like play another game of rock paper scissors if you lost or whatever so that's awesome that's like the encounter rpg encounter thing yeah you, uh, you know what's so funny is that like i even when we're talking about tetris earlier i the idea of a game where it's like an rpg but instead of the regular fight mechanic it's something like you play tetris or something like that whenever you encounter something has always been really interesting to me something like like that that. yeah 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 that's Um, an interesting idea there's always uh, we played a game called a monster pub that where the conceit was you the encounter was about playing cards and it didn't work quite as well yeah it's like the longest card game ever every time you interacted with somebody (laughs) how much about this game was really cool and really fun and then you just played cards for like sometimes 15 minutes yeah it's like the the, whenever they try to do that with a game like did you guys play the witcher at all witcher 3 yeah gwent gwent yeah i got really into gwent i like i I had like the flu 
and you know spent three days at home just fucking collecting collecting all of the gwent cards <laughs> that's amazing yeah i never can get into it i like they were like i was at a bar in that game and someone's like want to play gwent and i was like what the fuck is gwent <laughs> like, yes i'll play and then it's just like all these text boxes of just like all the rules and regulations of gwent and it's just like, <laughs> not i skip through all of it and then i'm like what the fuck am i doing i don't understand and it's- that that game it, it is super interesting because the first time i played through i was like oh, i'm not playing fucking gwent i'm here to be a witcher damn it yeah and then maybe like six months ago i redownloaded it and was like let me check out this gwent thing and uh, while i i just didn't like it didn't connect that way i was like oh this is actually really fun and we're i not to have like a lot of other things to play right now. I would probably sink some time into fucking Gwent. I yeah, the idea of like you are living in this place where like trolls and demons, like people are getting murdered <laughs> and like slaughtered on the streets, but like you're only allowed to be to like play these like <laughs> like what are I can only imagine are like Gwent like <laughs> administered cards like collectible the idea of a collectible yes. card game yeah. in this world is so funny and so uh, like it is really funny like, I hadn't thought about that yeah. but it's like oh I guess I don't have that Gwent card but there's yeah. like a witch over there who's like slaughtering a child and yeah, <laughs> they have totally. like a true true wizards of the coast who are regulating that game yeah, yeah, totally. yes. <laughs> or actual like, wizards on the coast also in those games you'll like do a mission that takes like an hour and at the end it's like you you're rewarded with like amethyst crystal gwent card and you're like, <laughs> like fuck that's why i did that <laughs> it's like the most useless thing to you uh, okay so central limit theorem is it a pass or play for you guys uh, it's a play for me it's you know it's not um it, it you know it doesn't like blow my mind or anything but i think in terms of like the design of what this game is it's not it's nothing that i've actually like actually encountered before right and so like anytime somebody is able to take uh this kind of thing where you're like oh i'm familiar with this and then introduce this extra element and the extra element is this sort of like slowly growing kind of cacophony of colors that you're you're being told all of the rules and the logic and yet you're still going to be surprised by how these things kind of interact with the space and uh and i find that to be uh i think i use the word eloquent but um you know when when a game can kind of demonstrate that uh eloquence and be so familiar and yet so new i think uh, uh i'm very charmed by it and so it's a play for me what about you guys eric pass oh god uh didn't like it at all uh yeah i didn't like it uh i didn't like the look of it It, like okay so my standards for a game like this and i like i thought this was going to be my favorite game yeah uh, because that's my that's my jam like i'm a tetris kid and i'm i'm like i like all this i like these i like shit games like i like a you know oh i got five minutes i'm gonna play this Uh uh-huh but it didn't look good for me. Like I didn't like the aesthetic of it. Uh, if there was music, I don't remember it. And that's one of the things that these games need to have is some mm. kind of music that is really like that you want to listen to, to help you immerse into that world that you're in. Uh, didn't have it. And I, yeah, I don't know. I, I found myself just, I found a strategy 
really early on and and it just bored me so i play i this was the game i played the least oh okay um, and i and i'm not revisiting i'm not gonna revisit this one. yeah i i mean don't you guys feel bad for giving passes though i mean eric obviously no does. really no eric I, doesn't i do no I, I and the reason is is that i don't think that um you know i'm i have i am a writer and i have written things that are bad and i yeah. think it's helpful to be told when the thing doesn't hit that it doesn't hit right it doesn't yeah. mean that this person that designed this is bad at designing anything or is bad at you know like what they do it's just sort of like part of it is a preference and when you put a thing out in the world uh i think it's important to hear actual opinions and not just sort of like so right. i <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it just it didn't, and it didn't hit for me. Like it didn't work for me. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy playing it. I, yeah. I uh, it it worked. Like it did exactly what it said it was gonna do, and cool. Like yeah. you succeeded. You made a game. You did the right thing. But yeah, I'm not playing it. Like it's <laughs> you. You gotta dazzle me a little bit. To, <laughs> to have me interested in your shit but this this didn't do it that's kind of uh, that is how i feel the aesthetic of this game is kind of do you guys, do you guys know anti anti-chamber have you heard of this it's a steam game mm -hmm. and like people went fucking crazy for it i think it's like a very weird puzzly like just very stark black and white sort of like shooter puzzle it's really bizarre but that's like the aesthetic for this game too but i feel the i think i feel i think we kind of all feel the same way where i if, it, if I was a person who's into those types of games, like puzzle games and Tetris and stuff like that, this would be a play. But for me personally, it's a pass just because I, I'm not into this type of game at all. I don't like I'll it's so stressful. It just yeah, stresses me out. I don't enjoy playing. Games I, am, like I am into games like this. Oh. Like that's, this, this is actually my zone uh -huh. and, and it, I, it didn't work for me. That's funny. What about you, Alex? Well, the IDGA Scotland Community Choice Award in Edinburgh in 2018 begs to differ, Eric. With, <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I'm a pass for this game too. It was, it's great. Like it, it, um, it's a simple game that executes on things very well and that provides like a very novel twist. But one of the things for me that I I like a lot of the time is if if I'm not actively enjoying it, I want to. Uh, learn something or feel like there's like a sort of artistic layer to it or something like yeah, that, that, yeah. that I can sink my teeth into that makes me like think about things a little differently and this uh, just didn't did it do it it was sort of a cool riff a conventional riff on like a um, time-honored thing that was was good and, and well articulated but just didn't speak to me in, in a sort yeah. of meaningful way wow yeah. i'm the lone play on this one it's the only time that's ever happened, which I just, it tastes delicious in my mouth. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're playing with yourself, my man. Playing with yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, well, yeah, mind it. Speaking of playing with yourself, the next game was Jimmy and the Pulsating <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a role-playing game from Housekeeping Games. It's a full-length RPG about childhood, family, dreams, and nightmares. Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass is a Japanese-style RPG made by a guy from Texas. It was very much influenced by SNS-era JRPGs, particularly Earthbound, Final Fantasy V, and Breath of Fire series, among others. It was also heavily influenced by Yumi Nikki. Um, the game takes place in the dreams of an eight-year-old boy. Texas, the Japan of America. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I really love this game. Um, I started to play it. I'm going to go back and finish it. I, I only got like a little bit through it um, yeah. at the beginning and then got to the point where it's like, oh shit, I actually have to grind in this thing if I want to keep on going. Like the, 
degree of difficulty spikes pretty high in the second um, place you go to. So I, I went back to start grinding and then was like, oh, I'll just do this later if I'm on a deadline right now. But, yeah. Um, this is like an Alex type game. I feel yes, like big time. Yeah. Well, what was your like? I want to know a little bit about your RPG history. Maybe you've gotten into it on the podcast before. A little bit, but my, I mean, the the big RPG for me, the biggest one was Chrono Trigger. Like I played that game back in, you know, when I was like ten years old or something like that, and it really resonated with me. I connected with the characters. I read fan fiction and like laughed at inside jokes. Wow. You know, I got emotional when like things happened in that game. It was uh, the first time when I kind of felt like a video game could be more than just, you know, like a side scrolly kind of platformer thing. You're going to love this. I've been writing Jimmy and the pulsating mass fan fiction. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, I have to, I have to read it. Okay. Um, But but that was the big one for me. Then Final Fantasy uh, six or three and Earthbound. I, I basically like there's not like a there's very few SNES RPGs that I don't love in some capacity. Did you play um, the Pokemon games? I played a little bit of a uh, red when it was okay. out. Uh, I beat that one, but I haven't played past there. Um, this really reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does have a lot of that vibe. I mean, for me, this is like when it said Earthboundy, when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is essentially like um, an Earthbound clone with a little bit of like off of it, you know? Right. Different. In Earthbound, does he transform in that same way? No, that is that is unique to this game. That, that is so sort of, cool. That was yeah. so cool. I So, mm-hmm. like, when this game started up, first of all, the aesthetic is like, it's on point. It, it, you know, hits, it hits it like out of the park, right? Like it just yes. like, even to the, to the, like the, having that older brother or like friend of the family, that's just like blocking the road. Cause he's taking a nap and you're just yeah. like, Oh yeah. He can't get past this guy. Cause he's taking Lars, a nap. Right. Like Lars. you just have to keep playing it. Which, <laughs> um, um, I want to say like, what bit is this game? Is it like sixteen bit? Eight. Eight bit? It's eight. Um, it feels eight. Yeah. Lars is the most character I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, and he wasn't even blue. No. He was, like he had like jean shorts on and like a beard. And he's just this like, oh my god. I was like staring at Lars. <laughs> I actually, I, t- I took a photo from this game. Which, no. Oh, oh like, yes. And I just, I just texted it to, to Alex. I, I'm sorry. I don't have your phone number, but uh, it's a photo. And this is of course a fucking audio medium. Oh so my God. But what the fuck with the, the shirtless guy with, with dog. his dog? It was the guy. Did you go to, did you go to Smile? The town Smile. Oh yes, it yeah. was that. That's the uh, the builder, right? Yes, that adorable. <laughs> what the fuck? He gives you like a house tour. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't look that close. And his dog is wearing glasses. It's so good. And his dog is looking at him like, "Are we? Are we doing this?" Yeah. I think the dog is his wife, right? Yeah, it's is gotta be. Her? It's gotta be his wife or his girlfriend or something. Um. So what? Something. This game is has that that hidden thing that I love from um, Rip Pants at Work, where you like fall into the sewer. So when you first like you go you. You're in this house. It's like your family, your parents, Mm -hmm. your mom is like, we're going to go play some adult games. Oh, that was so funny. And then so you go up and you fight that ooze and then you get turned into an ooze. Did you guys 
what what I the first thing I did after turning yeah into, was go to the bathroom go to the bathroom and then like hit the action button on the drain and you go through the drain and you go into the parents' bedroom where they're uh-huh. just like the mom is hula hooping and, and the he's dad, using mar- the dad's using maracas yeah <laughs> and they're like don't interrupt our adult playtime and it's oh my like God. so fucking cute I love that. <laughs> It of, like in Dragon Quest, there was the like, what was that called, Alex? The, the like the Puff Puff Girls, Puff Puff Girls that would like give you blowjobs, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was a, a wonderful, very strange Japanese side of things. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, this, the, yeah, this game. One uh, one of the things that I really loved about this game too, Eric, maybe you can agree, is the the music is really good. And yeah, fun. Yeah, the, yeah. Music, the music works. It's it's also one of the only JRPGs that I've ever played or, or, or like JRPG style games that I've ever played where the battle music is maybe my favorite in the game. Hmm. It's they're using like some synth synth sounds in there that just feel like cool and groovy in a way that like I don't normally get. Like I usually I'm just kind of annoyed by everything, but like the you know like it's got some sounds in there. The uh, battle system is where it kind of went awry for me a little bit. And I've played a lot of RPGs and a lot of those RPGs that I've played, like, a ton. Eric is like... I hate these games. Yeah, he hates them. Okay, yeah. Like, when I was playing Dragon Quest a lot, I was playing, like, every single night for a while. I could just feel Eric being... Every time a battle would commence... Was it Monster Hunter... all the Final Fantasies, like, yeah. uh, like I, I just want to die. It's I, so I boring. I hate them so much. So boring it's, to watch. But, and here's why. And it's the same. It's the same feeling I have for this game, which I enjoyed. Like I was really, mm-hmm. I was really loving this game. And then it was just like, are you telling me I can't like solve the puzzle of the the giant garden because I have to fucking fight a turtle for twenty minutes? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> two feet without without like oops good fight now yeah and i yeah. kept escaping like i just kept constantly trying to escape these fights so that i could play the game yeah <laughs> yeah i think the that shit i hate the turn-based <laughs> shit it's so stupid and to me i'm sorry i know that it's i know that no i th- a lot of people agree with you popular things in the world yeah. uh-huh. but i don't give a shit this is lame it's lame <laughs> and it's out fucking dated and yeah, it needs it to fucking dated. die. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ruining really good games. Disagree. It's ruining really good games. No. Like, like it's not an open world if you if every two steps you take, a turtle shows up and you gotta fuck with it. Or a little like fuck you. But didn't you I think the turtles were so whimsical? Like there's one where in the box and the <laughs> one is like got the hat on. Whimsy can kiss my ass. <laughs> I I was so enjoying this game and I, I I felt like an underlying cynicism in it, like from mm-hmm. the beginning. So like the first the first thing, oh I, I also hate having to read exposition like yeah. that that drives me a little nuts <laughs> i was giving it a pass it had so uh, the much opening scene though. i was just like this is so adorable is this game gonna make me cry like this mom is stroking her son's head and saying like oh it's a beautiful day because i get to spend it with you i'm like oh fuck this is so cute yeah and then it was like oh and then we're gonna go and have adult fun time i was like okay shit's about to get weird and there <laughs> there has yet to be a pulsating mass <laughs> I'm really into this like I'm, I'm seeing what's gonna happen uh, and once yeah once once you get into it 
it lost me completely. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck you. Like, why are you making me do this stupid shit? Yeah, yeah. I do get the, it, it had the same, the same thing was true in Pokemon, right? Where you're like walking around and you do get that, like that kind of like stutter step feel that is like, Oh, I actually, at this point really just want to like figure out these like holes in the ground kind yeah. of thing. Um, I do like the fact that you are able to break from a lot of the like that the mm-hmm. um the green exclamation point versus the red exclamation point right that you're allowed to like yeah. cancel some of these like uh once you get to a certain level yeah, yeah interactions that seemed like a really cool um like element you can avoid, in void encounters if you push yeah. the button yeah if you're like too high a level but that was happening to me like right out of the gate was that happening for you guys too and i was like why is that happening already when i have just left my like hometown you know? well there's i i think there is like the 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 thing about this game specifically and kind of where maybe it uh, is deficient is that so much of it feels like you're actually playing like a super nintendo era rpg yeah but it doesn't scale up correctly. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're kind of, you're playing and I haven't played the full thing through yet, which I I intend to go back and and play it and eventually beat it. But you're playing the first thing. And then after like maybe four or five battles, you do start getting the green exclamation point. So you're like, okay, fine. I'll stop doing that. And then you get to the next area where you can fight people. And that like, I couldn't go through the whole area. I didn't like the, the, healing spell cost too much yeah the, i didn't have enough of the items you yeah. know like so i was dying constantly oh, and wow. i had to go back and start grinding you know yeah. like that happened uh, i had i so i learned how to when i became the punk kid like you become uh-huh. like the green-haired like Green. punk dude uh, yeah, uh-huh. i started um like all i do is grift people now like i was like robbing oh <laughs> the, the turtles you could rob for 10 bucks a piece <laughs> and so like you could like start stealing from these characters while like Girl. your brother was just pummeling them. So oh like God. I invested in the bank. Like I've got a like a hundred dollars in the bank right now that apparently is gonna accrue interest in this game. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um that's that's another thing. Like this is one one of the reasons that I hate Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. <laughs> This shit's too real. Like, don't don't do this to me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, me pay back I, a I don't mortgage. own property. I'm never yeah. gonna own property. Uh-huh. I don't. I ain't got a fucking job. Like, don't don't make me go to the bank in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to learn. So I learned the RPG system through Final Fantasy X. That was my first mm. like big RPG that I played, and it was like I just would skip. I would just flee from battles. So I was like, "This is boring. I don't want to do the turn-based battles." So I would just run mm. away. And that had a really intense way. Did you guys play this game? I I started to recently. Yeah, it's the Blitzball one. Yes, I played a lot of Blitzball. I hated the Blitzball like, part. Like went, I yeah. played a lot of Blitzball. <laughs> so, oh my god, I watch like I played this game recently, and I watched a YouTube video on how to exactly to like beat the first Blitzball game, and I was like trying it like a thousand times, and it just was not working, and I was just like, I fucking hate Blitzball so much. But <laughs> Final Fantasy X had a very severe way of getting you into battles. Like this game, it's like a little exclamation point appears above your head, and then it mm-hmm. goes. It says, what does it say? 
fresh. Fresh, yeah. Fresh. <laughs> which is, which is to me, is cool. I think that's cool. The screen freezes, like mid-run, the screen will freeze, and then and the screen shatters into glass, and then the like Final Fantasy battle music starts. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's which just has so... been stuck in my head yes. since playing this <laughs> game. The final... <laughs> Has been stuck in my head since playing this yeah. game. And it's dry. <laughs> what was so interesting, so I just started playing 10 2 because that, like, for me, I played 6 and then 7 and uh, liked them both quite a bit. Uh, loved 6. That's an all timer for me. Oh, uh, I never played that one. Or three. That's, a, you know, the, the Super Nintendo one that's uh-huh. got, you know, it's, it's very well regarded. But. Then I didn't play any of them. I played a little bit of eight and I thought it was fine. But I, I think 10 is like, that's the sort of like the mo- the first modern Final Fantasy game that like kind of points to where we're at now in the series. Yeah. Oh, God. Where we are now is like fucking train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played. So, I mean, I, I played a little bit of 10 and then I was enjoying it somewhat, but like was sort of like, OK, this is like feels like a lot of stuff that I want to skip, really, to be totally honest. And then when I lost the first Blitzball game, yeah, or the, the one where, like, it's his last game, I was, like, so bummed out that I didn't win it for that guy, you know, or it's his last one ever, that I was like, fuck this. Waka? And, like, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't win it for Waka. And Waka, I, I, another I, very bangable video game character. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally, I think at one point, traded a a blitzball player away or like sold a blitzball player off from my team and was never able to play blitzball again and couldn't figure out how to get my team back together and as soon as i wasn't able to play blitzball anymore i stopped playing final fantasy 10 i stopped in the middle of final fantasy really oh yeah because i couldn't play blitzball is so beautiful i think of final fantasy 10 i love that storyline it's so amazing. I should go back to it. I'll, I'll go back to it soon. I'll, oh. I should watch a video on how to play Blitzball. Go back in and I'll fucking No, rock you won't. You will not be able to do it, honestly. It's so fucking hard. I did exactly what they said to do, and I couldn't do it. So I like – I uh, will respectfully disagree with you, Eric. I really like turn-based um, battle systems, and I think that the reason I like them is that um, – you know, whereas as somebody who like watches more video games, like you want to see the like the pop and explosion. And I want to have those those times of like really kind of thinking through like the the elements of like, oh, OK, you know what? Like my dude's kind of going down. And the fact that you can like it's it's got this element to it where you're like like in Pokemon where you're collecting characters and stuff but jimmy is trans like the fact that jimmy can transform between these characters felt so new and innovative right and so being able to be like okay i've got this sort of like my brother character and his vibe is just like he punches people and kills them and then like i have this sort of like other character who i can kind of choose how i want to play through it right so like whether I was going to grift or whether I was going to do, you know, this kind of like solidify as the, as the slime and kind of like block. And like, I love this kind of like, I have this stupid part of my brain that just wants to like optimize shit. Right. Like when I walk to, when I was a kid and I used to walk to the train to go to school, like my route just became like, 
oh, I cut through the bank here, like the bank parking lot here. And I like turn left here because like this is the quickest, like most optimal. Like there's just that part of my brain that is like, oh, I want to do the best in this. And these turn based games offer me that opportunity to like. Yeah, totally get it. Totally get it. (laughs) No, I understand. Like, and it's it's just another example of like something that's that's so not for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. And it's. Yeah, I. Uh, well, it, I will say this: the way it looks. We've been we've been what's going on. It just that makes me, like, it takes me completely out of the game. Like, like when I like watching fucking Final Fantasy. Yeah. Suddenly there are four or five characters on screen, bouncing up and down. <laughs> co- yeah. Like, and, like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like that's <laughs> fighting but, monsters. But I get it. I get it. But it's. It, it, it's uh i get i get that that's the strategic element that's the that's the point where your your knowledge of the characters and your oh, character's yeah. ability like, come into play right but <laughs> it's it, it's happening in real time yeah fucking boring well, like, that's what <laughs> and when it's when it's centered in within a realm of like a puzzle or an adventure which I'm fully into, you're just frustrating me. So, and I get that frustration is part of video games. Like it's, it's a very major part of video games, but I don't have to partake. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I'm here's not, what I'll see. Here's what do. I'll say is like, as someone who actually really does like turn-based battles and has been into them for a long time, I think it like we've kind of, we're in this weird era right now where we're kind of like, okay, so we've been doing this for a while and so much about the rest of video games has changed so much and so much about it is different. Yeah. Is this really what we're still kind of doing kind of a thing? And I mean, Dragon Quest 11 is a great example where it's like, this is like a wonderfully beefy JRPG, you yeah. know, like in a lot of ways, kind of like the, you know, the, the perfect traditional JRPG, like yes. done so, so, so well. But at its core, it's still that same turn-based system, just perfected. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. they even give you the option to skip some of the battles in this one, but I don't know if we're going to do it better than that game. Well, you know? Jimmy and his pulsating mass is really about nostalgia, too. You know, like, yes. the, Big time. about those, like, 8-bit games that you played when you were a kid. And it really feels like, it felt to me like the art style especially was like notebook drawings that had been turned into 8-bit. Like they're like off kilter and weird. Like the cloud yeah. didn't quite right. Yeah. They're like a little sloppily done, which I it was probably this like one guy in Texas who had made it just drawing these like, he's like, I need more creatures. I need more cloud men. And like just drawing them like and then putting them into Photoshop and like 8-bitting them, you know. Yeah, no, it definitely felt like it, it was funny because those like all of your villains or whatever that you fought against felt like the, like an afterthought sort of in the game, right? Like yeah. it's like the the aesthetic yeah. of them just sort of felt like, oh shit! Like it's like ah, finally ready to publish my game. Oh no, I have to create monsters now. Like yeah, totally. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, here. Uh, but some of them maybe, but I loved it. Dude. I loved that, it that, too. The I moment the moment I fell in love is when you have to. There's like a guy building a wall, and then yeah. You like go up and you can talk to him, but you're like stuck. And then you have to turn into the slime to like squeeze through the little part yeah. of the wall. Yeah. And that was so cool. Like that's yeah. fucking I rad. Loved, I love that. I also yeah. loved collecting the balloons to lift the yeah. weight off the bridge. Like, I, yeah. I, and I, I loved the garden where you're going in these whole, these numbered, you like 
turn into the flower. Yeah. That shit is so fucking cool. That was like very Mario. But I wasn't allowed to play that game. (laughs) I had to to fight a cloud. I had to fight a turtle. I had to fight a fox. I had to fight death. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. So if I was, the thing is, is that I think that if I, if you were actually allowed to play through that game as it was it would not be like if you had none of the interruptions i think it would be a pretty unsatisfying game i disagree with you though that'd be so funny if they gave you that option of just like auto leveling did you ever play legend of zelda Uh, yeah Uh, yeah yeah. yeah. did you hate it (laughs) no you know and and i i'm not i agree that i like being able to like choose to encounter or not encounter my you know like foes or enemies and stuff like that but no yeah. okay all right i fair enough i just no, i really i felt like they they designed this amazing game like and I, I really i seriously want to finish this game but i'm never gonna do i'm not gonna do it yeah i also just have to I, tell I you what happens so bad like i if there was a patch that i could select like no encounters I would fucking play this game all the way through and I would probably love it. Like I, because so much of it, they spent so much time creating this world and there's dialogue and there's like characters, yeah. all this stuff. And then you uh, throw and- in these fucking bullshit <laughs> like, oh, uh, attack. Uh, uh, only this guy. That's how uh, I felt. That's really you. how I felt when I first tried to play Final Fantasy X. But then my I watched my friend play through, and he was like getting stronger with like the more battles that he mm-hmm. did. And then that's when I got it. So I do not to like diminish your opinion about <laughs> RPGs, but like there is a point where it clicks in your this. Jimmy and his pulsating mask probably isn't the RPG that's going to get Eric into playing RPGs. No, it's, <laughs> but well, I think maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it, it is. is. Yeah, it could I was, be. I'm still. I was thinking about it for yeah. a while. I was like, oh, I want to. But it, I want to see what else is in the garden. Like, it I wanna... does. It makes you that once you get into that like liking the turn-based thing, it makes your brain go like like the little rewards that you get like you get a little bit of experience points and a little bit of money and like some items maybe and then you just you don't mind it as much it like it still kind of is work like dragon quest like each battle is still kind of a little bit of work mm-hmm. but it's like worth doing for the reward you get to then like progress through the game yeah it's it's nice when you get to like the end of a dungeon and you play a, a boss and he completely wipes you out and you're like yeah. fuck and then you yeah. go grind for a little bit and then come back and, and you know the strategy this time and then you yeah. fucking wipe the floor with them yes you know like that's a very good feeling <laughs> this is reminding me of um eric and i played through the nate what's the nathan drake games called uncharted uncharted we played through all of the uncharted's in a way where eric would take the controller and play through the like the puzzly discovery parts of the game and then when you had to shoot a bunch of like minority yeah no when you had to shoot black people i was like no yeah you you can do this whitey like that game is based yourself it's based on like a white man going into like different countries and shooting black people basically it's like hey yeah like you have to murder a bunch of people to like because they shoot at you first so it's like Uh yeah I think there's like that whole element. Like I never got into Call of Duty because I'm not into like war sort of shit. Like there's that that whole like a six year old who's better at a game than you. Like (laughs) oh yeah yeah that whole like what's the there's like battle fuck I forget Uh, Fortnite is that one PUBG 
PUBG. the player yeah. unknown battlegrounds yeah yes. yeah yeah it's just like i hate that because it's like such a barrier to like get into mm-hmm. it at all where you just get shot over and over again and then yeah there's also people cheating on those. Oh, it's fucking yeah. so shitty. But even with well, even with Uncharted, like even though I I, I don't want to shoot people, like I, I don't find that fun in games. Like it's it's annoying. Um, but even in that game, it wasn't. <laughs> You're watching like okay, an action now. Movie. Here are, here yeah. are twenty villains. What are you gonna do? And then you select. You push a couple of buttons to select a thing, and then you just sit and wait, and you watch it play out with still characters. Like that's (laughs) that's dumb to me, but (laughs) that's that's and this is a this is literally a language I don't speak. So I'm like I'm talking I'm talking hella shit. I mean, but it's I'm like, not like, I'm but, but okay. So liking it, like that's so to move on, move on, uh, Eric. Is it a pass or a play for you? I can't. It's it's in between. Like I want to. Play Interesting. It. So it's not a pass. It. No, it's not because I think they did a great job of creating this this world, and I really want to be in that world for a, a while longer. And I might even dip back in. But the price you pay. I swear to God, that fucking mechanic is so. It it hits me personally. <laughs> to a point where i'm just like ah, this is why people don't like video games like so <laughs> so if, if we could spin it if you're a person who doesn't like rpgs this might be a game that it might not get you into rpgs but it's worth checking out because there's someone on here who fucking hates rpgs that wants to give it the benefit of the doubt yeah. correct yeah correct totally. I'm, I'm actually you know i'm i'm giving it a pass I'm, I'm, really? or, so, no, 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 no. I'm giving it a play. Sorry. I'm giving, oh. <laughs> I'm giving it a play. He's going to let it pass into a play right Just, <laughs> Because it is, it is uh, of a genre that I don't uh, appreciate. Right. But I love the game. Yeah. So, so it gets a play from me. It is so charming. The characters, like the little interactions, the little hidden stuff, that like weird photo of that man. I'm, I'm sure it's full of that stuff, like the man fucking his dog. <laughs> that and like the charming like level of um, character design and just everything. It's mm-hmm. so charming. So yeah. definitely a play for me. I will, I'm, I will probably play more of it and then probably get addicted to it and then probably start like, <laughs> down a path of like, Chrono Trigger and all these games that like I'll oh, probably no. have like an RPG like Eric's no, like yeah. you can't do that to me. <laughs> you can't do that on Eric. Well, I'll talk to you guys offline later, but I think you should play Chrono Trigger because I know, in, in terms of an RPG, they they do a very it's not random encounters and it it all exists right there in a very fun way. Um, for me, this game like from jump, I was very happy with how they um they were able to reproduce sort of this um the style of game that i've always been very enchanted by right like this kind of 8-bit um role-playing game um and i think that like the the humor was funny and it was irreverent but not too um like too there's like this element of you know like cruelty that like takes place of like humor for people that like you know like sometimes and this didn't have it it was just like it was very silly at sometimes like there was sometimes talking about like farting and that was funny um and um then there was also every time um you 
transformed into a new type of character, um, that process was so pretty. Hey folks, Alex with a little technical note right here. Uh, we lost Joe and Eric for a second uh, right now, and because of the way our podcast recording program works, when they came back, uh, Eric and I weren't recording. Uh, Eric and Joe were, so it goes on one-sided for them for a little bit, but instead of putting that in there, we're just going to cut that out and just know that uh, everyone else was a uh, play for Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass. We all loved it. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, one thing we did lose too is just the plugs. Um, Eric and Joe host a podcast called It Was Murder. It's the number one heart to heart podcasted, hosted by Eric, Ellen Ito, and Joe Garber. They're comedians, but they're pretty funny, as you guys know now. Uh, new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, they have a new one that's out today, which is exciting. Um, heart to Heart, if you don't know, it's an American mystery television series from the 70s, the late 70s, early 80s. Um, uh, sort of one of those classic uh cheesy uh things i've actually never seen an episode so this is the perfect time to do it today to distract myself um that's it uh we love you so much now we're gonna pop back into the podcast uh where our eric and i the bundle buddies eric uh don't know that there was anything wrong so we are just like wow that was great that was awesome but just know that that's all a freaking lie um that's it love you bye Oh man, that was great. That was great. Alex, I think we're really good at this. Uh we it's getting better all the time. <laughs> it's a getting better all the time. It's a getting better all the time. It's like Italian Dracula. It's a getting better all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um I you say Italian Dracula, I say Mario. <laughs> <laughs> This pasta salsa is a delicious blood. Okay, uh, Halloween is over, so no more Italian Dracula. I um, I've been thinking a little bit about the uh, what video game character you find attractive thing, and um, I've been playing through Final Fantasy VII again, and I think the first time that I played it, I was a grade schooler. And definitely more attracted to Ares. And now, as an adult, you mean uh, Aerith? Aerith. Uh, Aerith. Or, yeah. Wait, how um, do you say her name? I said Ares, but I don't wow. know if that's true. I don't know if um, that's true either. And, uh, and Tifa is definitely more of a. She's like a high school crush more than a grade school crush. Um, so I just uh, just wanted to put that out there. As it's because adult, Aerith is sweet and like has a sweater, and then Tifa is just like fucking. Yeah, she's like, whatever. I'm tough. She's like, yeah. she can, she can brawl. She That's throws, interesting. She throws down. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> next week, uh, uh, our guest is Alicia Mernick, a good friend of mine. She is an organizer as well as an avid gamer. Uh, very cool, very exciting episode. Yeah, she has a lot of uh, really, really awesome like ideas about games that she shares with us. And I fucking I learned a lot from her, to be totally honest. I had a lot of fun talking with her. Hell yeah! What are the what are the games we're playing next week, oh, Alex? Let's drop. Here we go. The game is Sundogs uh, from Royal Polygon and Nick Tringali. Uh, cool. Death and Taxes from Placeholder Gameworks. Wicked. And 
Rex, another island uh, from Shy Shysar Soft, Shysar like that, like Shy Dinosaur Soft, Shysar Soft, Shysar, uh, and uh, published by Pixel Jam. Sweet. Well, that was it. Uh, I hope if you listen to this on the way to vote, we distracted you from what could be some very long lines. Uh, and if you've already voted and you're just uh, crushing your work day or crushing your non-work day, thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us. It was great to uh, to breathe along with you for a while. Yeah, we love our fans. Absolutely love our fans. Alex, I love you too. I love you too, buddy. Stay safe. Stay safe. Okay. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Hanna and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi. Bye.